Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. The moon has seen its bloom. To all the kings and queens, always sending love to everyone that's in between. We are the DTM Network. Our goal is to have a bunch of fun and bring you all along for the ride. On today's episode of Don't Quote Me, drink more water or you'll die. I'm definitely gonna go with a ghost type, so I'm gonna rock with Gengar. Uh, I'm also gonna have to rock a Lapras because they part psychic. Uh, and then after that, it's between I don't know, motherfucker, Alakazam and Zapdos. We're gonna actually create some different type of code openings for this for the 17 people that's probably gonna hear this episode. Just these code openings go open it for the 17 and a half of y'all that's gonna hear this. Well, <laughs> for the ones who partake in the uh 420 festivities, I'm just sitting here non-stop smiling at this bag of delicious looking marijuana and it says nerds on the bag. I feel like I'm holding a newborn baby. I can't wait to bust this bitch open. <laughs> I feel like that took a very horrible turn and I just try to make it as awkward as possible. You know, you try to make it awkward, made it right. On that Right now, these are the best jars I've ever gotten in my life. They're all different sizes. They're like indestructible. The one jar I had got when we had went to the dispensary, I still got that jar. I keep it in the car. It's very nifty. I don't have to take the whole bag out every time I step out and go to work, you know, go to a gig or something. I just, you know, take a little bit out, put it in the jar. And it's one of those uh, safety-proof lids. You got to press down to twist it. I don't got to worry about it, like, opening up in my pocket or rolling around and it opening up randomly. No, for okay. real. And it's thick like a mystic bottle. Like, I don't feel like it's, if I hit my skin and get something, it's going to just shatter in my pocket. I actually dropped it on the ground once. See? And, you know, it's, it's still it's in really good shape still. That's why I'm saying they need to free all the homies. Y'all charging fifty five dollars an eighth, and most of that money's going to the jar. Free the homies. It's coming from a dispensary, so you know it's good shit. Especially the setup they had, where you can look at all the specs and all the strains and shit, and you can pick out the one you want for real based on your particular taste. I ain't got no problem paying fifty five dollars an eighth for that. The, my issue is like you know the government tax shit they put on top of that you end up spending 85 dollars in total on the eighth because of the taxes they put on it who the fuck paying 85 dollars for an eighth that eighth better suck my dick while i smoke it tear on now don't quote me here you know and our little smoke right. rings our goal 
is ultimately to give everybody a nice homey experience, not home like you in the crib, because I'm really a lounge lizard, but I don't like having that many people over. So I'm not inviting you into my home, per se. After the last incident, I stopped inviting the bros over to the crib because they don't respect the crib. They just be spilling, shit be broke. They be like, your carpet already dirty. Well, define already dirty because all I had to do was vacuum. It's like six people that have spilled the same liquor that everybody been like the same liquor that everybody in the entire house is managing to keep in their cups. Yeah, like if you gonna put that much juice and that much liquor in one cup, you might as well just get like the biggest baby bottle you can find and sip on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Or just get a regular baby bottle and do it that way. Maybe a portion portion better. I mean, right. they did it, what, in the early, mid-2000s, you know, when they was passing out that uh, scissor. But I just seen somebody doing that shit not too long ago. Like, out here. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, I was seeing somebody with fucking baby bottles. I was very confused. I was like, people do that? Niggas is drinking? Uh, okay, so, uh, just, you know, for those who, are, who may be or may not be listening, out here for him is in uh, D.C. somewhere. I'm in the DMV episodes that y'all look at. hopefully the, the 22 of y'all that'll tune in for these next few episodes y'all gonna get introduced to all of our wonderful recurring cast of people and it's a lot of topics that need to be covered but we're not trying to preach to y'all we really not it's just conversations amongst like-minded people and people who want to listen and agree and hopefully we get to a point if you want to come on and disagree with us, we can definitely talk about it because you're going to have to explain yourself. You are because we ready for this. We got the time because we often hear us talk about some nonsense because I got a list of few things that we're going to touch on. And y'all going to understand what we're talking about because <laughs> we just want to know some things because we were and, talking about and, and we're real life natural trolls. We A lot of the times we don't do it on purpose. You know, it just happens. So bring your A game. Real life, because we, the best way to get someone's real life reaction is to trigger you. That's the fact. They just want to trigger you. <laughs> You're going to give me your feelings for real. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, what, how do you feel about it? Trigger it and then feed on your anguish. Well, I was doing that. I've been doing that with breastfeeding for the longest because I love triggering that conversation. <laughs> Cause it's always a, like I'm. Cause it's always a, always a, a different situation for the women who defend it. Cause yes, you breastfeeding, do what you need to do. I get it. Kids are hot. They're hot as hell. Every time I hold a tiny person, I'm just I'm immediately sweating. I get it. I mean, <laughs> I feel like the way that things are carrying on as far as what is controversial as far as common decency in public areas I feel like the United States is split between wanting to be like how it is overseas and wanting it to be you know, reverted back to the 60s way of living, where you can beat your wife in public and everybody's just like, that's just a typical loving family. Because why else would people be willing to just be like randomly naked in different parts of the day in front of people? 
you know, you want this to be like Europe or Amsterdam, which I feel like are beautiful places. And by all means, if you want to get naked in front of me, get naked in front of me. I'm comfortable with who I am. Right. And looking at naked people, I mean, I'm not trying to look at men naked because that'd be weird. <laughs> like men looking at men naked isn't weird. Like it'd just be weird on my part because that's not what I'm into. Like I'm I'm here for the you know the titties and ass. And oh, not boy, the real answer was because the problem always is we we are men we are what is the term we are cisgendered African American males. We grew up as boys. We know little boys. Boys, there is always that one dude that's gonna be gross. There's always that one dude who's just like, dude, put your dick up. You're not even gay. You're not even. I don't even think. You're, I think you're asexual. Like, why are you just swinging your dick around right now? Like, what are you? What are you doing? I was like growing up, uh, living on the southwest side. It was always a Mexican boy, not to be racist or anything, because. He was Mexican. I knew him. He was like his people was from the from the motherland. Like every time it turned around, it was like, bro. No, like for real. Like that shit is irritating. Like why it's literally always that one dude. That's always my apprehensions. And that's why I be saying it with like a lot of women, because I know I was talking with uh, my the other day. And she brought right. one of the stories she brought up, I'm gonna have to edit out that I said. Uh, <laughs> she brought uh, up a story talking about um, a dude pulled up next to her in her car. The original point right. I brought up was a woman who was on national TV who didn't know she was pictures were being taken for starters. So for starters, she didn't even know that she was being recorded. She thought it was just her crew, which is understandable, you know? Right. But like, we in the national TV phase. I'm not even like, cause I'm a dude. I don't carry the baby. I see the titty first. But my issue clicks into play with, guess what? Somebody's jacking off to you breastfeeding right now. Yeah. And like, you cool with that? that? Right. I mean, that's the point we're making here. He's going to bang you? <laughs> you're just going to let us give him fuel? Yep. Also, now you got both titties out. Cool. Cool. You take your pants off, and you have on the G-string thong. All right. What is this? Are you are, are you breastfeeding in a strip club, bitch? Bruh. I, we was we was we was we was we was going to Olive Garden. I walk in, I kid you not, it was three Latin. You know, in the in the in the little holding room, you go in the first door. Then it's like a, always a little area with couches. Then you go to the next area, to the next spot. Yeah. It was three different Latinas, all breastfeeding. All of them was double D's at least. Like little do you know, just because I can't see your nipple. The rest of your titty still does excite me. It does. It does thoroughly. And then it's an immediate, like, oh, wait a minute. You can call me weird or whatever you want. I don't care. I'm going to ignore that there's a baby in front of you. Let me suck them titties, baby. Oh, yeah. Let me suck them titties, baby. Let me suck them titties, baby. If we had a restaurant, mm -hmm. and we had the waiting part, you know, before we get seated, and I see woman breastfeed. The breastfeeding is not the rude part for me. It's that motherfucker baby eat before I do. Before <laughs> we sit down to eat, I'm hungry as fuck. We just left the movies. 
only thing I had to eat was popcorn. I didn't want to leave the theater to go get extra snacks because what if I miss a pivotal point in the movie and I come back? Now I'm confused as shit. Now I'm not going to pay attention to the rest of the movie. So you can imagine my irritation when I get to the restaurant and this motherfucking baby with his arrogant ass <laughs> eating in front of me. I don't play that shit. Put your fucking titty away before I grab the other one. I'm hungry too, bitch. You ain't asked me if I'm on a nine. See, that's what I've been talking about. Bitches get considerate out here. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that, I'm for real. That's my only issue. Like, you just get to eat anytime. Man, you know, I'm going to pull parts of this off. Until we have to, I'm going to pull parts of this off so we can turn this into a thing like Crank Anchors. That'll be great. That'll be funny as the fuck. Because that, what you just said there, we need to get some puppets. And we need to reenact that. <laughs> that needs to be reenacted with puppets. Uh, you know a nigga know how to make a puppet or two. And I used to draw caricatures when I was a, a youngin'. I'm a look. Ooh, it, I'm so happy you got this big clock right here. Cause I'm, you're I'm a big clock. Because I'm not timing it, you know, because I got to time it for these segments because we will go for like an hour per point. And I'm counting this right here as our cold open. That's cool. I'm going to bring people in on this building process because the 29 people who's probably going to hear this is uh, <laughs> opinions. Because those 29 people probably going to be guests. Smooth and easy breezy, please believe me. We achieve a higher step, don't leave me greasy. When you squeeze me, please be tease me. I expect bill collector calling on my phone like Visa. I reject. Run a short on paper vapor in my lungs, but I digress. Rumble in the jungle, fumble in the field. I intercept. If you wonder where I am, you got my number. Send a text. Can see the print between the lines, so you never know what's next. Ripping my words with we're tracking, I make it be sick of me, what's got to into me? I need to properly send it, rebalance my energy, asking you cleverly, subdue my enemies, keep it 100 and turn it to 10 degrees, want to lay back on residual synergy, save up your money, don't waste it on sanity, try to double these niggas, I hear me. Spinning around and around in a circle, I send it right back to the left with the purple, I try to move fast, but I move like a turtle, the music is licking me, dancing like Urkel, she shaking that ass like she wishes to pose on your booty, not big enough, scanning my hurt you, I'm smoother the truth that I already told you. Hey, smooth and easy, breezy, please believe me, we achieve our highest step, don't leave me greasy, when you squeeze me, please me, tease me. I expect bill collector calling on my phone like Visa. I reject one on short on paper vapor in my lungs, but I digress. Rumble in the jungle, fumble in the field. I intercept. If you wonder where I am, you got my number. Send a text to see the print between the lines, so you never know what's next. Let's take this paper clip. What does a paper clip represent? It represents all twists and turns that create something to bind something together. If you just go straight in one direction, how narrow will your vision be by the time you get to your end, de end destination? Just for the 29 of y'all who are tuning in, every time you hear this, the voice that you just heard, you will be getting a dose of that lovely ASMR-styled whistle. One of the ongoing points that I'm going to be cons that we're going to consistently bring up with guests is you are not the main character. Duh, motherfucker. 
and what? And again, I said when you hear this, hear that voice there. I'm gonna make sure I title it. You, I was gonna be titled Smoke Ring. You guys are gonna love it. That's when you're guaranteed to hear my lovely co-host here. You're gonna guarantee to hear his lovely voice here. And get, get it on my nerves. <laughs> That's what I do best, baby. Uh, yeah. You motherfuckers out here be talking about y'all be smoking. Y'all don't even really know how to smoke. You be out here cheek puffing. Just hold it in your jaws. My ideas are inspired by a visual stimulus. So I walk around outside with sativas and indicas. Lungs full of smoke. Exhale when it's critical. Diaper bag of my grinder. The aromatic botanical. Flayer cooler. Highly logical. Magic focus. Unstoppable. Find me what really matters. So mind over matter. Shattered or broken. Searching for antidote. Tell me something that I don't know. Ain't in the pocket. Call it a lot. Just ever if possible. Dig deep in these dark places. Thin lines. No finger traces. Running back with the paper chases. Taking knees in the proper places, hesitation in the situation, have a trigger squeeze, making scary faces, rain and lead, making angel races, hallelujah, pray my baby made it, then I angel wings to the pearly gate, bitch, bread, nigga, stop playing, nigga, acting like I'm not the plug, nigga, fill you with hoes, you can't plug, nigga, talking the shit at your neck, nigga, I let itchy get scratchy with trigger fingers, but nothing really changes, steady, bro, my aim is out of what I say, the scared of dynamics, suicide is pain, it's logic on my flavors, no, never been scared of the dark, I'm but my niggas, I pull up, it's dating, no benefit, she was a part, no time for congratulations, hard times, and your boy that made it, fine times are the fine time, I defy Five times, but still I had to face it. We can strip up for the graduation, drop a couple dollars for that ass and shake it. No more doctors visits, try to sit and wait. Sip it, smoking, and I barely faded. Grind it, that sticky, that medication. Humble the switch, it get elevated. She posting the pictures, that's on some media. I'm stopping on Twitter, I'm cyber chasing. Smoking tabellas was in my cup. Coming through, having my niggas up. Young niggas, rather don't give a fuck. Right there, cause you think you know what's up. They always make it seem so complicated. Had to stay patiently contemplated. But trade it all like it's exaggeration. Got the reason to forget the way. Got the burner, I might have to spray. No attention, I forgot to pay. Sending money to my baby mama. But one of those, because you know, that's one of the main things to cover, because it's one of the things we say. You are not the main character. Everybody on the planet, it is your God-given, or whatever you want to call it, right to have an opinion. But you got to understand, any opinion you have is going to guarantee me like a thousand people who disagree with you. And they're going to have the equal valid reason and conviction to, to divine it. Keep it in mind, flat earth society exists. Yeah, that's true. Right? We're still debating people, that. Like, it's a debate. I went to college with people who tried to argue down or use certain platforms to preach that the earth was flat. I was thoroughly confused. I'm like, can you, why, how do you explain the curvature of the earth regardless of your location on it? I guarantee one of the 29 people listening to this is going to be one of those people. They're going to they gonna be the first one to dislike it. As soon as they get to this section, they're going to hear nothing else past this point. Yeah, we're going to get read their whole Bible about it. Oh, my God. It's going to be such a long session. It better be a session. If you listen, if you still listening, you better, it better be a session. Don't you just I'm have to sober. <laughs> Roll a fatty for that one. Oh, my God. Just put it in a, but just put it in a tailpipe and just let the exhaust stand the weed. <laughs> just, just end Duh. my life with a smile on that one. I did not even, oh, my God. Really, it's always the flight patterns they argue that confuses me. Like, we have a lot of pilots, like, and for some reason, they think it's a huge conspiracy that all pilots are in on. Like, oh, no, there's no way you can fly through Australia. No one flies through the Southern Hemisphere. Why would we literally fly on the bottom of the planet? There's no continent. There's nothing down there. <laughs> yeah, nothing, like, useful. 
Right. Like, <laughs> for our current setup of amenities. Right. Let me just. What you wanted to see some penguins? Is it penguins in the South Pole? Is, is that what? Is it penguins down there? Shit. Is that? Is there any South Pole left, nigga? No, All the glaciers melting and shit. Ain't the ocean on fire or some shit? It's somewhere. It's I want to see that. Ass. I want to see that garbage island the size of Texas. But I, I feel like it's got to be like, you know how they say like the mountain men or the wild men. I feel like there's got to be like some wild men living on this garbage island. I, I mean, as many uh, ships that get wrecked and planes that come down and motherfuckers come through there and see that beacon of hope. Right. Oh. You live good. We throw out hella shit. I mean, how, I mean, yeah, but it'll also put you in a mindset where, like, A, you don't have access to fresh, clean water. B, everything you touch has been touched and retouched and touched by stuff that other people touched and threw away. Like, and it forced you to really think about, like, damn, I can walk for hours. And never stop stepping on trash. That's got to put you in a different mindset. That is a lot. Like, what would you? Because Texas is huge. Yeah. Texas is huge. That's a three-hour drive from the east to the middle at the top, and that's the shorter part. Texas, that's a lot. We, I'm going over here imagining because that stench. A literal island built out of trash. The animals that have died on it, because you know it's hella seagulls that have just landed and got trapped, and hella other oh, sea creatures. I and, think about that. Oh my God, that has, it's just, I don't even know if death is the word, because it's soaking in water. So it'd be like that stagnant, oh. Uh, Somebody do something about this. Why would somebody need to do something? I mean, it's probably all kinds of unknown funguses and organisms living there since what like the mid to late 80s man you gotta probably say this the hippie because hippies was making trash boy they had all they had all that painting sequins and shit it was throwing up the most stuff oh man oh my goodness i feel like we need to lighten it up a little bit my second favorite section for us to always hit is going to be a section titled make it make sense and under that section is going to be the section we cover a lot. A lot. Because the range on there, for start, on the low end, for my Walking Dead fans, I know everybody yeah. hurt by a lot. By, right? Shout out to the Walking Have you, you, you got through uh, season 10? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. By the time uh, they came out with the next season, I was like two apartments later and Fair. Like a, a, a different account later and anime episodes invested into type shit. No, my nigga, I get it. Cause shout out to the missus cause she didn't have, she, she didn't got a good job and the lady that made me a house husband. So I didn't have time to binge. <laughs> so, uh, only reason I yeah. caught up on everything. <laughs> I mean, with the job I got now, you know what I'm saying? I'm making the most money I've ever made per check versus per hour. Uh, and people. When he says that and we are, we have been assistant band directors, band directors, cooks, official, 
official titles here. These are official heads of things here, and he's saying these statements. Why, is, for starters, both of us being cooks, we made more money cooking than teaching. That's yeah. Every time. There's not been a school yet that has been willing to pay me as much as I make when just cooking in a restaurant. At least in a restaurant, mm-hmm. I can yell and don't nobody want to fire me. Yeah, for real. At least in a restaurant, like, you can work your way up to certain experience and you can go to another restaurant with that experience and start a higher position <clears throat> within a matter of like five in a matter of five or six years for real and that's without culinary uh without a educational culinary background you know what, you just go. You know what? <clears throat> let me tell you that about this man make it make sense why are people doing background checks to work in restaurants? That's a good question. I mean, the only thing I can simplify simplify it to as far as, you know, some kind of bittersweet solution. It's just, uh, it's probably like a economic cultural bias but where that, depending on wh- where you at mm-hmm. is beyond that that is the restaurant industry itself exists like because of the felons like every restaurant I've ever worked in the best nicest people were people who had records and like being the folks think felon they automatically think we talk about like Charles Manson or something like we automatically think it's some dude that's like a serial murder serial I'm about to say serial murderer because he murders with murder. I mean, before we was legal, that was, wasn't that a felony? It was. It was a felony charge. A lot of that's why a lot of people are in jail for life for these like a pound of weed. Like these are felt like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's money that people be in for felony. Rand like it'd be a lot of non-violent crimes people be felons for. And yeah. it's like where are they gonna work? And it's like everybody say, "Oh, work here, work there." It's hard to get in these places. Most restaurants is the restaurants are still the only place guaranteed you can do a paper application. Depending on the restaurant, yeah, and it really depends on the city. It, it, like, it, it, like it, it when no we was in Ohio, guaranteed there's a restaurant you can just walk in the door and you can be hired on the spot without we just talking because it's a restaurant. Well, yeah, that's true. It, that's that's true. how it works. We we fool people. Is what we do. The restaurant industry is because it's food service. I don't understand why you got all these CEOs sitting up top talking about you need better skills. You, nigga, your skill is what all of us do in school all the days of our lives. We sit, yeah. we listen, we write papers, we do homework. What? Like, that's all you do? We everybody got shit on computers. Everybody got to eat. Got to input. Everybody got to eat. <laughs> like, you like it don't matter yeah. whatever thing you say to that, like that input, everybody gotta eat. Programming, everybody gotta eat. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't matter. Everybody, we literally have to eat. Like that's the key code. That's that's, yeah. that's a bottom line. Why are we acting like we not supposed to have that industry up? Because the rest we see is restaurants closed, people pissed. Especially if you're not eating, uh, if you don't have a like an all natural raw food diet type thing, like unless you. D- only everything you eat comes straight from the earth. You ain't got shit to say. You don't, because you, you eat now. Because I don't really, I don't understand the difference. There's no real difference between buying food from the grocery store and eating in the restaurant. Not these days, no. 
It's all the, it's all the same product. We work in restaurants. Now we even saying, like, we're not saying everybody listen, but the 29 of y'all listening. We're not saying all restaurants are using top-tier stuff. We know a lot of some restaurants do cut corners. I know a lot of the places I've worked on. They be real chicken. This is real titties. These real thick chicken titties we cop chopping up all the time. I'm steady getting blamed. Uh, and you'll find more natural stuff in your mama pop type restaurants. You will. It's always all natural. All that stuff is made from scratch. Now you go into your chains. Yeah, that stuff is frozen coming out the bag. But that stuff is still all, you know, it's still meat. It'll be the same stuff you buy in yourself. So I'm like, oh, if you bought some chicken rings yourself, them chicken rings are the same. If I just go to White Castle, what's the difference? I'm buying White Castle yeah. chicken rings. And I, I don't really foresee anybody legit making chicken rings. Exactly. That's a lot. I mean, chicken fries, maybe. Yeah, I was I ain't doing rings. That's a lot of setting. You gotta let it sit and nah, nah. I'm not a chicken. I don't I'm even want to. The forms person anyway. I give me, give me my, give me, give it to me. Give it to I me. I don't even want to think about the process of making a chicken ring. I just want them fried hard. <laughs> and that's the part like why is it such a thing why is we're in a society we're not cavemen we're not like hunting and gathering we're in a society luxury is literally where we're in we're at the luxury part of society why is that a bad thing why is that a bad thing because it's viewed like everybody oh because i'm anti-work anyone listening for every episode i'm on i'm going to squeeze in anti-work no i'm not saying that i want to just be lazy i do feel i do I do want to be lazy than a bitch, but I do feel that if everyone is that we're missing out on a lot of advancements in society in every category because we got folks doing stuff just because they got to pay the rent. Everybody should just have like three things they have to do. And as long as you make sure those three jobs, and now that I mean I say simple thing, like we, we cook, we would put cooking on the list. We would put, you yeah. know, we would make sure we be somewhere cooking. It would be something I don't know, music, and I'm gonna just throw medical, something medical. I don't know, because EMT I'm, seems entertaining. So I would, like, you know, what I'm saying I would be in those three categories. As long as those, I would be doing those three things, I would get yeah. what I need and need to, like, you know, live. But that kind of we we get put in a versatile category because we also teach. Trying to make it for years, do us when it's years, and now I'm finally here. I'm finally here. I'm finally here. Been trying to make it for years, do us when it's years, and now I'm finally here. I'm finally here. I'm finally here. Been trying to make it for years, do us when it's years, and now I'
We need to take the career aspect from all jobs because the majority of teachers are teachers because it's a clutch career. Especially if you're at college, you set your own hours. That's true. You set all your own hours. You guaranteed to get paid no matter what season it's in. You can, it's a lot, a lot of benefits for school stuff, like working in schools. You get your loans paid off, but most of them, you can tell they only teach because it's a, that's a good job. They get tenure, so they now they can't get fired, so they just be chilling. Yeah, they can't get fired for dumb shit. Right, but the COVID of the doubt at least made everybody, uh, made all these jobs free up some. I'm not, like, you know, like people switched careers. We need a lot of switch-ups happening. Folks ain't giving them good jobs up. And that's why you got these, up. Uh, what is it, a constant delusion of grandeur happening with yeah. folks saying, oh, I could become a billionaire. Because as soon as you bring up Jeff Bezos' name in conversation, folks, oh, he earned his right to be as rich as he is. How? He got rich off the people. He should be benefiting the people. <laughs> yeah, some kind of way. That's a period statement. Like, like it's a period, that's a period statement. If you are rich because of people, you should be benefiting the people. But, oh, I, I employ people, but you are still, what, what are you going to space for? The earth, the the ocean's on fire. That don't even sound right. The ocean's on fire. We have wildfires. Ain't Alaska on fire like right now on the day of the recording of this video. I feel like the like the, somewhere in Alaska's on fire right now. And that's like, what? But you in space. Yeah. We talking about uh, real life SpongeBob shit happening. Real life SpongeBob shit is happening. It's real life Titan fight going on down there. <laughs> like it's kind, it's it's is what everybody. This is one of those. Um, in case you missed it, is also another segment. I'm gonna make sure I highlight some stuff. In case you missed, is when we're gonna try to highlight certain things that you might not know about. Because there's something called the Bikini Bottom of Horrors. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna make sure I post a bunch of those pictures over this video because it's got um, what is it? Patrick, SpongeBob, Squidward, all of them being cosmic horrors. 
Because let's keep in mind, oh, yeah. Patrick is a starfish. Those are creepy as hell. If you saw Suicide Squad, you saw Star Wars Conqueror. Replace <laughs> Patrick. Yeah, starfish are uh, quite vicious. They're they're pretty vicious. They're freaky as hell. When you see them open up, everybody look at them, them sitting still. No, they're freaky as hell. That underside opens. Oh, it's creepy. There's little tentacles. <laughs> little tendrils. Oh, that's creepy as hell. Oh, that's Patrick. And they use all of it to eat. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, it's so, so gross. imagine it. <laughs> if it was a human. Imagine motherfucker walking up on you and this whole entire front opens up and breaks out in tentacles and uses all of it to to start smashing on your shit. <laughs> Let's look. What is it? I feel I feel like what are this? How do starfish eat? I feel like they eat like spiders, like scorpions. Like what what don't do what is it? It's um, what is it? We got they ingest. It's not digesting. Oh, uh, well, they like spit up stomach acid, suck mm-hmm. up the juice, like flies type shit. Yeah, yeah. Like flies and like, like that. Yeah, they, that's what the acid and they like they liquefy it and they drink it in. Hmm. Oh, it literally you know just that. literally extends its stomach. It literally puts you in its stomach. It literally lets its stomach out. That, oh, a starfish feeds by extending its stomach out of its mouth and over the digestive parts of its fur. Oh, like the uh, black and white stick bitch from All Real Monsters. Oh, that was a creepy show. And folks talking about the what? Uh, the '90s shows was better. The 90 shows was better. Those 90 shows did not age well at all. But keep in mind, I mean, my main defense will be a show called Craig of the Creek. Okay. I will agree with you as far as them not aging well. <laughs> but those shows molded our minds to the way we are now. I, I tried watching Big Bad Beetle Boys again. I almost threw up watching it because it was so terrible. <laughs> but I appreciate that I enjoyed it when it was out, when I was watching it. You know what I'm saying? That's like, it was entertaining. Was... You know what I'm saying? It made us, you know, imagine that... like, if this was possible. And then from that, those of us who create would, you know, imitate in our creations, you know what I'm saying? Like, what we used to imagine. But I feel like the shows we have now are still on that same level of par with stoking creativity. You think so? I do, honestly, because we, because like, a lot of the time when people will be saying they don't like a show, they don't even watch it. Ain't nobody even watch none of the new shows. Because we say 90 shows versus like thousand shows, we're literally saying like, what is it? Hey Arnold, All Real Monsters, we got to throw Ren and Stimpy, Cow and Chicken. What are are some other 90 shows? Um, Big Bad Uh, Beetle Board. Rocco's Uh, Modern Life. Mystic Night of Tyrannos. Yeah, uh, Street Sharks. Oh, that wasn't a dance. Let's hold that right there. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Let's hold it right there. So let's, let's, now we we Uh, say thousand shows. If I the first like four shows I'll name but we'll cover all those categories. We say Craig of the Creek, regular show, Steven Universe, and let's throw um what's that show? 
Clarence. Right. All four of those shows stoke the same level of creativity because all of those four of those shows are on their own right equally amazing. I don't like Clarence, but I appreciate the setup of Clarence of us having special needs kids and stuff, having like characters they can relate to. That's awesome. Yeah. But you know, so I'm like, what are the shows people are saying aren't aren't comparing? You know what I'm saying? What are the shows that don't compare? Uncle Grandpa. I, you know, I don't like people acting uh, like they're, spe- they're special when they're not. So Uncle Grandpa did get on my nerves. <laughs> uh, annoying Orange. We had, but that's a. Re- I feel like that was a remake from something old because that looked that was something old too. Yeah, but what is that? Um, uh, it was with the action figures. It came on Fridays. Um. Uh, Oh, like Kablam or something? Yeah, I was think it was it? some shit like that. It uh, it branched off from uh, some Nickelodeon show. All that. I feel was like it all was that. It. Or it was just like one of those Nickelodeon shorts, like how uh, Hanna Barbera did in Cartoon Network. Yeah, it was Kablam. Nickelodeon's Kablam. Those type of shows, yeah. like Annoying Orange, is the same type of show as that. You know what I'm saying? 90s paved way for these shows. Like, we, I don't, like 90s kids made it. But again, my, I'm biased as hell when it comes to comparisons, because most comparisons are all... People who make negative comparisons usually never listened, watched, tasted, have been to the things they're loud about. Uh, you heard the music uh, conversations. I, people just say there's no, new, no good music out right now. What? Like, have you, you heard... Know, uh, that John Rare Corn song? What? What you talking about? Oh, nigga, you are doing yourself a disservice if you like King of the Hill, right? Mm-hmm. On YouTube, type in John Rare Corn. Is it by Sir? Yeah. I'm adding it to my Spotify, people. Shout out to Spotify yeah. and all these other music services we got. Cause I'm assuming people who say that there's no new music out only listen to like serious XM, you know, like only listen to like oldies radio. Yeah. You know, like like you do you open it? Like there's a million artists out. What are you saying? Like the radio? Yes, the radio plays the same like ten artists every hour. Oh my they're god. They're getting paid to do that though. Like that's what they get. Like, you know, there's good managers. They're managed you know what I'm saying? Ain't that how that works? Like Yeah, they they're doing their job thoroughly, but it's still like uh I stopped listening to the radio like two thousand, two thousand one. Oh yeah, I've had like I got I it's like it was so much music that I that that just disturbed my soul to its core. I just couldn't bear to stomach it anymore. Like I dreaded car rides because people love listening to the radio. I'm like, don't nobody got no CDs. Nobody. Like I see your tape player. You ain't got no tapes. <laughs> I just wanna lock you down Click, click Girl, I hope you're ready for this I just want you to enjoy this ride And it's gonna be worth your while, yeah I got your head spinning when I hit it right there I got your body shaking like a vibrator Roll up 
coaster, roller coaster ride. Roller coaster, roller coaster ride. Roller coaster, roller coaster ride. Roller coaster, roller coaster ride. Let me sit down slowly. Trust me, everything's gonna be alright. I appreciate the Bluetooth a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? Because it's definitely, definitely uh, become a lot more versatile than when we was first using it to send pictures and shit. Man, it used to be irritating. It, it, the way you could just, what, what it evolved to what, bumping phones? You had to be real close. Yep. <laughs> then they came out with the Bluetooth headphones and the Bluetooth speakers, and that shit became extra clutch. You can walk around the party with the phone in your pocket and still DJ. It won't have to be near the speaker. Now you got your whole house set up like you got, what's the name? And you got, um, what is it? Where are we at now with um Tony Stock? We got Friday. Now you got Friday set up through your whole house. You got Jarvis set up. You got our AI just talking to your house. Lights on. Oven yeah. on. Shit. It's crazy. Got the cameras. Everybody got the cameras, the ring doorbells. Like We have come far in technology. 
Which what I'm saying, back to what I'm saying, why I'm anti-work. We have so much science that can be released, but it's because of money. This made-up construct yeah. for trading things. And it's like, everything always costs too much when it comes to the people. But if somebody get buffed with us, we somehow have millions and billions of dollars to blow them up. Yeah. And you know, motherfuckers, uh, they want to enjoy the most amenities and not have to share like the motherfucking world ain't big enough like right. these motherfuckers just use that money to control areas if we just used it properly if every i feel like if we just opened up all the property that was condemned and empty right now we would be done with homeless people man is, all is, it, is search for land that isn't used anymore and I'll just take pictures of it. Man, it's and so it, it looks like I'm I'm walking through ruins. Because you are. That is so much like it is so much empty land. There are so many areas and neighborhoods that look like old westerns. Like why are there so much empty space, empty buildings? But you go downtown and it's homeless communities. Oh yeah, uh, uh, driving back from uh, somewhere downtown, and uh, we drove over the bridge that I found that uh, stumbled upon a homeless community. I'm talking about hundreds of people under the bridge, tents, fires going on. You know what I'm saying? And like when I was, I think I was probably like 15 or 16 to ride my bike on a great journey through Chicago on some random shit. Mm. And drove past there. They looked at me like, nigga, what you doing down here? Right. I'm like, my bad. Like, I didn't know it was that kind of party. Looking like Mad Max down there, dude. Yeah, legit. Uh, it's so, it, that shit is crazy. And then like that, the salute, people keep spending money to salute to like, screw them over. Yeah. All the buildings uh, putting the automatic sprinklers on the outside. Like, what are you, I'm spending money on that. Here's a, a crazier concept that's a real a real life thing. <clears throat> Remember, I told you, uh, little bro had moved to Seattle for a month to work at some factory, and where he was at, uh, they had a homeless community. He was like, bro. They cater to the homeless community. It, it's almost like a, a trailer park. They have they built a garbage can and the garbage truck comes to pick up their trash. And here's another fucking wild thing that I What? Yeah, legit. And people come donate food to them, like the food pantries damn they just come to them. That's <sighs> and here's the no no no, here's the real fucking thing. Uh, that I learned about our taxes that I didn't know after Tristan came. Well, after he came back, you have to edit that out. But anyway. <laughs> I keep saying I'm going to cut so many names. And <laughs> yeah, but their public transportation is free. You know why? Why? It's paid for through their taxes. Now, that makes sense. Same thing goes for Chicago. The pub, our taxes pay the public transportation. CTA been dicking us over for years. Of course they have. Need to make those dollars. 
Like, legit. Like, there's many people live in Chicago paying taxes. You know what I'm saying? There's many businesses that got paid taxes. Transportation is part of that. The fact that all these people work, it is, there's uh, all the big cities, Chicago, New York, but LA, that should just be a default for public transportation to be free. Cause it's just too hectic to drive. Your commute adds 40 minutes just because of traffic. Like if you only have a 15 minute drive, it now is an hour. Cause of that 40, like just make transportation free. You know, most of these people going to work anyway. Yeah. Legit. Because uh, if you work downtown Chicago, unless you got a private parking spot or reserve spot, you, uh, the motherfuckers take the bus and the train to work. Like uh, a homie, his sister, she was living in Chinatown. That was a club, that like, Mercury Town. That was a, a serial killer on the loose down there at a point. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> that was a, like what? So, uh, when when the uh, looters his uh, truck got broken into by that crackhead Asian. And damn, that was that that was that summer. Yep. And hi, Yako. What up, Daba? How are you? I'm chilling. I'm about to uh, about to do some mad ASMR chip crunching in the mic. Okay, I'm gone. That's what the people want to hear anyway. I don't really though. I don't really like ASMR. Too cringy. There's certain ASMR I like, but not food. That's fair. You know you don't like it because you can't even say that shit. But she watched that one chick eat seafood on YouTube. I do, but I don't really pay attention to the sound. I can't stand them porno sounding mukbangs. I like the cooking and I like the tech side of AMSR. AMSR. If I'm hearing slurping, the food sound of it is crazy. I'm hearing slurping, it needs to be X rated. No, I'm okay. I'm going back inside. I need to finish work. It need to be X-rated if slurping is happening. I'm ready to play when you are. I have a meeting at three, and I'm not. I don't plan on paying attention. All right. Okay, bye, Echo. I see you this weekend. Most deaf. Oh yeah, that is a thing for all those for the 29 of y'all that's gonna be listening. That was the awesome message who got it. Um, who's awesome enough to make your boy a house husband? But um, we're gonna be definitely in Chicago this weekend. So um, hopefully we can get it in on this um, in the studio because I'm bringing the studio whole bag with me. So uh, for 29 of y'all listening, look for some hits coming out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But back to the story. Only reason why I even mentioned that is uh, because I thought it was wild as shit. She spent all that money on that car for real. And she hardly ever drove it. Just sat there. Like in the same parking spot for days. Crazy part. he He would drive it for two weeks at a time. Yeah. Because you might drive it like one day just to get some groceries and be right back. But the crazy part is, it made so much sense. 
She worked in that part of downtown where they filmed Transformers. And wasn't that when they were filming it? Yeah. I think it was right at the tail end of whatever movie that was they filmed in Chicago. Well, right during that time, it made too much sense because she was literally she got off the train. It was a block to her house, half half a city block, and we all us and those of us who and those of y'all who might not be able to tell from the um, Bossa Profundo in our voices, we're some pretty big black guys, <laughs> you know. So we had I identify as the color orange. Oh, we were definitely rocking the color orange, rocking it. We was out there looking like we just got out of jail. We're going on a duck hunt. I want a sidebar on Transformers. Yes, sir. Yes, the sir. movie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to start off by saying, um, uh, I, I'm a I'm an '80s baby. I remember watching the original Transformers on TV. You know, Saturday morning cartoons type shit. Um, I became an instant fan of Beast Wars. Instant. Uh, and the Decepticons. And when I saw, when I heard about the movie, it looked fantastic. I was, but I was just like pretty much bored to sleep watching it. Fair. It didn't hold my interest at all. None of them did. I don't even, I don't even remember what the story, like in the movie, was about. Like the whole concept. <laughs> you know, because and I and I see why. Because in the because um, you you fell in love with Beast Wars. Those of y'all who don't know Beast Wars, uh, Beast Wars is currently they doing a what's that Transformers War for Cybertron on Netflix. They currently touched on Beast Wars. They actually did it. If you watch it, they actually it's really tastefully um, touched on. They they did that yeah. honestly, but I feel like the reason why you don't like the movies is because. Beast Wars, all Transformers. There were no humans talked about at all. We didn't see no humans in Beast Wars. Beast Machines, we didn't yeah. see no humans. I think maybe it was like a little girl or something. Am I, am I remembering that correctly? It was about to be like a little girl or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's all machines. Now we get to the Transformers movie. We got Sam Witwicky. I love Stanley L. Nats, you know? That's my dog. Yeah. It's my dog. I love him as an actor, and all the the, all the um the women's they had up in there. I can't, can't think of her name, Jennifer's body, and all that. But they're awesome actresses. But it's like we want to see more about the you know the killer robots, right? <laughs> the killer fighting robots. I'm, you know? All right, the movie's called Transformers, and I'm not seeing enough transforming. Not enough. I don't want to see. I don't. I don't need thirty minutes. It it got worse with Mark Wahlberg. We had to keep seeing Mark Wahlberg in slow motion scenes with him making the concerned face. Uh, the same face he make in every fucking movie. Every movie, what but what got him famous is just concerned, <laughs> concerned. I'm gonna I'm splice it because four brothers. That's the whole movie. I uh, I heard that Samuel Jackson is trying to get motherfucker trademarked. He ain't even got to. He ain't even got to. Every time somebody say motherfucker, his life get extended. I don't know why he playing. Samuel L. Jackson is really 276 years old. He has the ultimate superpower. He got a horcrux, nigga. <laughs> That's what that is. The, old, the only person older than him is Jesus, Methuselah, Twinkies, and Morgan Freeman. 
You right. You are at nigga, cause uh, you are absolutely correct. And Morgan Freeman, with his atheist self, everybody keeps saying the conspiracy out is the reason Morgan Freeman is an atheist is because he is actually God and he is here to test our test us. And I'm like that is irritating. That's a pretty wild theory. I love I conspiracy think. theories. They're all, they're always they're always reaching. <laughs> First of all, the way I understand it, the power of God is unfathomable mm-hmm. because of so. I don't feel like he would want to focus any type of energy of condensing himself to be able to walk amongst mortal man. I feel like he would have like, you know, pretty much like a an avatar. You know, and you just brought up a very valid, a, a valid, a, a, a segue thing I'm going to bring up that I'm going to bring on for our closing part because I need to switch over to a, re- to a regular call because we got some non-recordable stuff to talk about. Um, <laughs> those and don't worry for the twenty nine of y'all. We'll, it'll probably come up later on in conversations. It's just this is our introductory episode. We just want y'all to enjoy us, learn how we talk, learn how we think. But the the belief on that is, I love H.P. Lovecraft as a as a writer. The whole Lovecraftian universe, those of you who do not know, H.P. Lovecraft is the one who created Cthulhu and the whole Cthulhu mythos and all of those lovely creatures we got to see in Lovecraft country. That's who I'm talking about. His genuine belief that he created cosmic beauties, cosmic horrors. His belief was... He created cosmic beauties and cosmic horrors. Well, he he pretty much he, he paved the way for it. He did all the writing for it because he was writing cosmic horrors like crazy because it wasn't like he wrote them necessarily as horrors. Not well, a lot of them rest, they were horrors, but a lot of them are concepts like the old ones. Like the concept of reality itself is a creature, okay? You know, that's how a lot of his creatures is because it's like if we were to think of something that could literally alter reality, it'd be narcissistic to think it would focus on just one character, yeah. And that's how you view religion to think like, oh, the way we pray to God is like, it's real narcissistic to think the things we ask for can happen because we would have to be the main character. And we reference Bruce Almighty when he answered everybody's prayer. That means nobody's prayer can be answered. Yeah. I mean, on that thought. I mean, that's just. Hold on. Downside of living next to an army base. <laughs> I know. All right, go ahead. I'm going to say it's a, it's a damn helicopter. It was like three. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, they on a mission. Right? You think they heard about my marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I was thinking, like, that concept with Bruce experiencing everyone's prayers simultaneously was just... Uh, pretty much a, a learning moment for him like you want to play god but you don't have the mental capability to even think about how to approach this and here i am a mad you know a grand master of grand mastering because it's the world still going 
as much as it, yeah. it, it, it was designed perfect. The, the world was designed to support everything on it and itself. Yeah, but I feel like when you know certain statements are a little misguided, only because we're thinking about it from a human standpoint and what we know to be capable. When the people say that, how can God? Um, Pay attention to everybody simultaneously. Well, you're only thinking about it from your simple mind because we host parties and we entertain several people. But when you think about it, you can't give everybody a drink at the same time. Yeah. Right? Even if you make them all at once, everybody can't grab them at once. Right. Now, that's only because of our human limitations. Yeah, think about God as an, an entity, a concept. We call him that because we need to figure out what, you know, the difference between something, you know, be like, this is how we measure. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. We have to measure things. That's why we made time and money. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, this dude has God-like skill on the court or on the pool table. Or, you know, this, this motherfucker skateboard like a god, like, you know, define the laws of what we already know or what we think to be capable. See, and, and that's what, you know, and that's why you know, we to bring us back full circle, because guys, guess what? For the 29 of y'all listening, this is not scripted. The first thing I said was the first main point we're going to cover. You are not the main character. Uh, <laughs> that's how we talk the points we make trust me for the 29 y'all listening I love you because you're here with us and you're listening I promise you if you stay along for the ride everything always connects everything always makes sense yeah and there the are no no coincidences if you're listening to this podcast it's because it's, it's a point in time that has already been predetermined and it's meant for you. Some, some was, some was we were supposed to supposed listen to us talk so you can calm down, or maybe you were supposed to get inspired. Shoot, maybe we triggered you, and you supposed to come on the show next. Definitely hit yeah. us up if some triggered you because we love having conversations. I mean, we'll give just about anybody a platform as long as you know how to have a conversation. Because we'll dog you if you try to come on here and just try to just um have a bunch of fallacy statements. You just want to kill babies. No, I'm just... Generalizations based on shit they don't even fucking understand. You just regurgitation, regurgitating information. Do you even have your own opinion? Has everything you've known been fed to you your entire life? Go suck a dick. A bag of... A beach full of bag of dick. <laughs> yes, a beach full of bag Just hard, please. Because what is happening... There's so many people that are so loud with their opinions. And I know I'm loud, so I should say something if I'm saying that. Because I don't force my opinion on nobody unless you hurt kids. As yeah. long as everything you're doing is everything, as long as what you're doing is between consensual adults, live your life. Yeah. And the emphasis on consensual. That's the big part. Because I'm real sick of folks talking about um, Lil Nas. 
Like we haven't been, li we literally push heterosexuality on people. Lil Nas is an internet troll. He's part of pushback culture, not cancel culture. There's a difference. For those who don't know, cancel culture is just trying to get rid of stuff. That's for the folks who are like who are trying to say, oh, the pronouns. For those of y'all that want to he and her, sure. I will not refer to you in the plural. <laughs> I will call you ma'am. I will call you sir. All of and everything attached, but you will not be a they. I will not call you them. I will not call you they. <laughs> I'll do it just because I want to have fun with it. And, and there it is, people, because hearing it out, we respect the folks. He going to troll you. I'm not doing that. Plurals don't yeah, bring that over here. They ass over there looking scrumptious. Who's that um, Oh, that's they ass over there. Nah, it don't need right? Like, that sounds gross. Hey, I tried to make that work. It's like, if I say it like they, it works. But no, like, hey, that, no. Uh-uh, no. Them, like, not, no, I'm not working now. No, I forgot what point I was going to make. I, I walk up to it. So, how are they? <laughs> Confuse everybody around me. The, the put cancel culture. There we go. Pushback culture is what all of us '90s folks grew up with. And Lil Nas said he grew up in he grew up in the church in a Baptist church. I believe that he said Baptist. I don't quote me on that. But he grew up church. church. I'm a preacher's kid. We're all pushback culture because all we heard growing up was a bunch of nonsense because everybody telling us the stuff was doing the exact opposite. And I only mean yeah. and I don't mean it in the full hypocrisy statement. I mean, folks are saying, oh, you don't need to be um, having sex with nobody till you're married. Ain't you divorced like three times? You waited every time. You got divorced every time. What was the sex, wasn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, you know, like, like steps were skipped. <laughs> like, yeah. We try to figure it out. Like we we we're we're not trying to be baby boomers, but we are definitely the millennials. We definitely got it on like hippies because we trying to understand the full range of what we want with intimacy. Because most of us want what is it called tabletop polygamy, where it's not necessarily the easiest way to describe it is the way I feel towards Pebbles and Zakia. Oh, you know, like there's two women are the safest women on the planet sexually around me. They are the on my top list of gorgeous women, though. Bad, I think bad bitches, they're in my top five. You know? Yeah. Like, like, no, I don't, but that's not our relationship. Like, that's the same intimacy. If they both needed to keep me on the same day, I'd stop drinking that day. You know? Huh. But that's, you know, that's that tabletop polygamy style statement because it's if a If they need type. the kidney, I'll be like, dang, I think I need both mine, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go get you one. Hold up. Go uh, we got the same blood type. Oh, he is. How do you know my blood type? And I don't know that. Well, remember that one time. <laughs> it's tre treachery. Now you ain't getting it. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't try to flip this on me. I want your kidney. As you see, a bunch of big dudes walking in the room behind you, all with scalpels. We're getting this kidney one way or the other. I'm fighting my way out. Now you've given her seven kidneys because you've killed all the men who came for her. Now she, she just got seven kidneys lined up. Nah, real life situation. I wake up hours later with my kidney missing. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that is the wildest shit people do. Like, how can you be that much of a villain that you would literally rob somebody of their organ? We have real villains, real supervillains in the world. That's exactly what. 
Oh my, what? I think somebody was like either on a dare or like some kind of sick rich rich person scavenger hunt type shit. Uh, bring me the pelvis of a sixteen year old boy. <laughs> on themselves no. and like requesting these I need the eye of a three year old Mexican baby born in March and the fucked up part I feel like that's really really how they shop for that shit like they probably be real life going through the catalogs of races and cultures because we real life have different types of like advantages like genetically and shit yeah they real life probably be like hey you gonna give me some but, you, that just that just gives just a sidebar real quick on like the different advantages from genetics. That just stems from uh, location and time. You know, different parts of the world, you gotta do shit different. So you over time, the genetic memory stores up. You know, to better suit the conditions of what we're subjected to. Y'all for real? That's and that's what I'm saying. Like that's why they be because I don't believe the little because what's that? We found that boy. I forgot what state it was in. He was they found him wrapped up in like a, a rug or a wrestling a, a wrestling mat. He was wrapped up in a wrestling mat with his organs missing. I know them organs ain't in the U.S. Them organs probably got sold in another country. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like get it from different parts of the world. Like, oh, in America, this is like this. Or if I go to like Japan, they have this. You know, like and, and pirates, real life exist. Uh, you know, because uh, is if you have enough money to pay somebody to go steal an organ, you have enough money for transport and the. Yeah, yeah. Or what I assume, like some of the safest transports you can uh, go by are small planes, small boats. When I say small, I'm thinking like for a boat the size of a semi truck would be considered a small boat. That the crazy part is, I if you ask, because I did this, I'm a wrap, I'm, you know, wrap up on this point. Well, not point, but wrap up on this little, on this whatever, wherever this next point of tangent goes. Uh, the amount of the the amount of money it would actually take in real life for people to do stuff, it's not shocking, but it's scary. Yeah. Like if you realize, every for the twenty nine of y'all listening, this is y'all homework. Just ask people. Just start asking people the most mundane to extreme questions and asking how little it would really take them to do how much money in real life would take them to do something because five thousand dollars cash is a lot of money if you have you feel like, like right in front of you five thousand dollars cash it's a lot of stuff a lot of people would do for that let's say you get you have a regular paying job that pays at least nine hundred dollars every two weeks or so 
maybe more, maybe less. Um, that's without overtime. You can get 100 envelopes, and on each envelope, you write uh, 1 through 100. So however many envelopes, you write that number, you know, sequential order. And you randomly pick an envelope for a month, uh, uh, however many, like for like, like almost three months, two months or some change. Pick a random envelope, and let's say you pick five, you put five dollars in there, and you keep doing it until you run out of envelopes. Apparently, it's supposed to stack up to five thousand dollars. I hate those math, those math, what you call it, things. Because folks, like, I hate those. Those little math challenges. Oh, you put this and this and this and this. Nigga, just get a bank account. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing because that, uh, some, some, one of my coworkers, she was telling me about that. And I was like, you not concerned with having that much money in the crib? <laughs> right? I, uh, she was like, back in 2010. Anybody who bailed with Illinois that 2010 bullshit when it flooded like hell, all my shit was gone. Yeah. Shit was melted. Nothing made it out of there. And I did have money in the bank. All the shit melted. Like, you don't know. I'm not keeping that much money in the house. If I don't have a safe, uh, at least. And she was, she was like, uh, yeah, I'm good, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, like, you know, because uh, I read somewhere the unforeseen occurrences befall us all. So, you know, do what you do. Spare me the noise. Folks out here tripping. Who knows? Well, we about to sign off for this lovely smoke ring session we just did for you lovely folks. I hope you are the 29 of y'all that's going to hear this. Y'all going to tune in again. But we can hopefully grow that number. Maybe we can make it to 32. I mean, something's going to happen. We we got enough people that uh, enjoy back and forth banter. Because I always forget banter is one of those things. Everybody can't banter. But I would, normally right now, I would be saying I would be introducing who's going to be on next time. But I honestly don't know who's going to be on next. So, starting off until, until next time. Y'all are great. Y'all are great. Peace out.